Welcome to Season 3 of Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. This podcast is part of Grow Me a Story, our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative, and inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. My name is Carol Willem Roberts. And I'm her husband, Paul. As your creativity cultivators, Carol and I will be bringing more special guests to you during the year of 2023 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. But for the month of March here in 2023, Paul and I are talking to each other about some of the books that have been feeding our creativity already this year. This week, we're going to take another look at some works of one of our favorite authors, Julia Cameron, by discussing an essay from her book, The Right to Write. We believe our conversation about her essay titled, Begin, will help you get started on expanding your creativity. So here we go with another episode of Dreams and Bones. Well, welcome once again to Dreams and Bones. Uh, This month, the month of March, Carol and I are taking a look at uh, some of the authors that we just really enjoy. Uh, We're going to take a look this second week of March at the second essay that we'll look at from Julia Cameron's book, The Right to Write. Appropriately, this is the first essay in her book. It is called Begin. The gist of it, the overall thought in in this, Carol, is that we shouldn't have to wait too long or prepare, uh, get to the right spot. We just need to begin the process. Uh, the first trick that she says uh, in this essay, uh, one that I am practicing now, is to just start where you are. It's a luxury to be in the mood to write. It's a blessing, but it's not a necessity. Uh, I I need to remind myself of that once in a while. We will be talking, because Julie is talking a lot about writing as we visit with you today, but uh, I, I think this is true for, for any kind of creative project. If you're sitting thinking, I should get started with this, then you're you're correct. You should get started with this. Carol, what did you think of this particular essay? You know, I've been reading a book by an author named Pat Schneider, which we're going to talk about in the next, next couple episodes. And something she wrote kind of went with something Julia Cameron wrote. And it's something I've never really, I don't know, maybe I've thought about it, but um, Julia says, we all come into life as writers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Words give us power. We name things when we're babies. We're all excited when the baby learns their first words. (laughs) And, And then Pat Schneider says, I am convinced that every human being is born an artist and that all literate people are writers who can, if they so desire, claim their writing as a personal and perhaps public art form. And then Julia Cameron goes on to ask, when do we start losing that power? Mm -hmm. When does the, we have this power, we can name things, we can call things by certain names. And and she kind of goes into, you know, when we get to schools, we're told either you're good with words, you're not good with words, something is well-written, yeah, she says, well written. What does that mean? Yes. And she kind of says that it's 
well organized and well thought out. But then she goes into, you know, what if it's not? What if you're just Mm -hmm. coming up with these wonderful ideas and, you know, maybe you aren't or your thoughts aren't organized well. But and that's some of it, I think, is that, uh, yes, you want to you want that some of that taught you know, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Yes. how to use language. But then it's almost like we don't go the other side mm-hmm. where you can just kind of write. And and as she says, a teacher might make a note and say, oh, you have too much pepper or, you know, <laughs> not so much spunk. And, uh, and then what does that teach us to do? She says, then many of us try to write too carefully mm-hmm. and we are trained to self-doubt, to self-scrutiny in the place of self-expression. Mm-hmm. And again, it's kind of that, uh, you know, needing that balance of, yes, I mean, there's there's a lot of good in, you know, knowing how language works, but that shouldn't be so much the focus that then, you know, we don't kind of expand and just right. try to you know, write what's in our heart and mm-hmm. write what our vision is. And it may not be like other people's visions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've been substitute teaching several times over the last uh, few weeks at the at the middle school. And middle school mm-hmm. is kind of a new age uh, for me to, to get used to those kids and sort of where they're at. And I asked a group of, uh, of students one day, how many of you enjoy writing? And there wasn't a single hand that went up. I said, well, how many of you, you, you kind of like writing? And I get one or two hands who maybe kind of like it. How many of you don't like to write? And all the hands go up. And I followed it up with the question, well, talk to me a little bit. Why Why not? And, and when you can get a response from those middle school-aged students, part a, a big part of their answer is that, they don't get to write what they want. Mm-hmm. We are, uh, we're, we're put, putting that in a box. We're talking about uh, wanting people to be successful with their writing. Yes, we want, to, we want to train people, help people be successful with their writing. But what does that mean to be successful? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would say that being successful with your writing means that you are writing what you want. You are writing what you desire in the majority of cases, mm-hmm. um, you are saying what you want to be able to say, and and then you get to discover who that speaks to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it only speaks to you, then there are many times when that's okay. Now, I, I think our definition of successful sometimes ends up sounding like uh, uh, a the, the the students that we're seeing right now. It's it means they can write that classic five-paragraph essay that has paragraph of introduction, uh, three main points, a conclusion. There it is. Now I'm now I'm a writer. But but it's that box that we need to help them uh, sort of stay out of, so that they aren't trained in self-doubt and self-scrutiny, and and that that takes the place of self-expression. Yeah, it's just a it, it's a hard balancing act to try and figure out where we should be taking not just the students in our culture, but but ourselves. Uh, I, I keep want, uh, wanting to bring this back to me mm-hmm. because I feel like that if there's one thing that I've learned in our 
uh, time over the last uh, couple of years is that it is okay to just write. Mm -hmm. That's what those morning pages at Sowing Seeds Mm -hmm. has done for me. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and just write. We had the conversation recently about the two of us as we sometimes sit down to write our blog that sometimes the best thing is to just sit down and start writing. Mm-hmm. Right. We may not have, we may not know where it's going yet, mm-hmm. but I've got to put pen to paper or put fingers to the keyboard mm-hmm. and and just go for it and and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then there is uh, such such pleasure in that. I love Julia's description of yeah, of a, a small child who's learning words. Uh, loving to use words, naming things, um, that she's speaking to me right then. My uh, my early memories of school, uh, the positive early memories of school are about using language, mm-hmm. um, having fun with language. And there are moments in my writing, even now, that bring back that same kind of feeling where I will say, oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I like that sentence. I like the way that paragraph came together. Mm-hmm. And and those are wonderful moments that we can't get to if we're not willing to begin, as she says. Are you starting or currently working on a creative project but don't know what to do next? Do you need someone to talk to? Someone who will give you feedback and tools to get your creativity back on track. This is what Grow Me A Story is all about. Paul and Carol Woolen-Roberts, your creativity cultivators, will help you start, continue, or complete creative projects, big or small. Visit www.growmeastory.com to learn how Paul and Carol can help. Now, back to Dreams and Bones. You know, I, I feel like, well, maybe in the last year, but people that we've worked with, people that I've had conversations with, in fact, this came up last week in an online session that I was with in a, my Hope Writers group, and the word overthinking. Yes. And I hear that yes. a lot. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, I would do it, but I just think I overthink things. And 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 that is a crutch or a block sometimes mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you're just overthinking it. You want it perfect. You want it to be just so. But the only way you get there is to write. Mm-hmm. You know, you aren't going to get it where you want it to be unless you write. And you and hopefully do some kind of writing every day mm-hmm. to you know, and that write that everyday writing doesn't have to be perfect. It's that's the process that gets you to doing it the way you want it to. Yeah. And sometimes I think we sometimes we don't know our voice. Sometimes that's, that's how right. we develop that voice that's right. that needs to that is unique to us that nobody else has. But we need to figure out well how are we going to communicate that voice? Mm-hmm. And again, whether it's writing, whether it's you know whatever creative endeavor. I think the writing can help develop, even if you're a painter, you can help develop a voice or develop mm-hmm. an idea by writing about it and just getting some of those thoughts down or what, you know, whatever. And again, it's just a way to, and some people 
I was talking to a friend yesterday and we were talking about, you know, writing and, and she said, do you write down things like longhand or do you use a typewriter? And I said, oh, I usually have to write longhand first mm -hmm. and then I put it on and then I type it up mm -hmm. and then I'll, I'll print it off and then I'll look at it. And I feel like I can edit better in a typewritten copy. Mm. Yeah. Um, yes. But I believe I usually I think my original thoughts I like in longhand, mm -hmm. you know, going back to the words and naming <laughs> different mm -hmm. things. And, it, and this has come up, um, seems like in a couple of things that we've read, going back to Adam and God giving mm -hmm. Adam mm -hmm. the ability to name the animals. Right. And, you know, and, and it made me think it's like, oh. You know, he didn't have any hangups. He was just told what to do. You know, it's like, okay, you have this ability. Mm -hmm. Now you get to go name all the animals and what a cool thing. And, you know, mm -hmm. your words are giving you this ability. And, oh, should I really name this a cat? <laughs> or, oh, I don't know. Is it too short? Is yeah. it too short? I mean, you know, but he didn't do that. He, I think he probably just had kind of fun with it. And, and again, it was, it's like... I think that's the relationship we need to have with our creator mm -hmm. is we need to have fun with it. We need to just say, oh, my gosh, I have this ability to create something mm -hmm. and and share it with the world. And it's my unique thing mm -hmm. and no one else can. And there may be it may only affect five people in the whole world, but it may affect those people in ways you can't even right. imagine. And. Right. And I think sometimes, you know, we don't want our voice stifled and we don't want our vision stifled. And we need to, and I think, again, kind of that daily writing process, that daily process of just doing it helps us develop our voice and our vision so then we can learn how to mm -hmm. share it to the world. Yeah. Another phrase that I love from this particular essay, she's, uh, she says, uh, guilty pleasure is what writing is all about. Mm -hmm. And there's, I, I have moments when I say, well, I, I wish I didn't have to put the guilty in front of that. Pleasure is, <laughs> is what writing is all about. But it does feel like that sometimes the, the writing that, that I can think back to that brought me pleasure in school was, was something that almost had that little sense of, Oh, should I do this? Oh, can I get away with this? Uh, you know, writing an essay and putting something unusual, something, dare I put a little bit of humor in a serious essay? Oh, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll try it and see what happens. And invariably, those were some of the moments when a teacher would point that out to me and say, oh, this was nice. I like that. And I'm going, well, that's, that, that's a good thing for mm -hmm. us to, to be able to hang on to that. She, Julia says, forget lofty motives. I don't write from lofty motives. I never have. And recently I've had that, uh, that, that feeling of, uh, you know, I'm, I am reading what I feel like are some incredibly wise, intelligent, skilled writers and some of it, oh, such deep spiritual, theological, philosophical stuff. And I can find myself, have found myself recently saying, I'm, I'm not sure, I'm not sure I can do that. I, I want to do that, mm -hmm. I, but I'm not sure I, I can do that. 
and I and I find myself saying, oh, it's that lofty, it's that lofty idea mm -hmm. that is that's too far above me. Mm -hmm. And then I read some of the things that Julie Cameron says, and I go, oh, I, I I need to not be worried about that. Mm -hmm. Don't think of that as this lofty motive. If you want to write, Paul, write. If you mm -hmm. want to write about something uh, that that seems uh, like it's lofty, I'll write it and, and see what happens. Uh, mm -hmm. Because again, we don't know. I think the vast majority of the writing that I will uh, do in my lifetime is not going to be shared mm -hmm. right. to, to anyone else except for those perhaps that are very close to me and to with my creator. Mm -hmm. And there are those moments when I get to say, oh, thank you, God, for, for that moment with you and me where, oh, we were communicating with one another in that moment. And I, I, I like those kinds of thoughts mm -hmm. as well. Uh, you know, one more, one more item, paragraph uh, from, uh, that I'll share from the essay. The brain enjoys writing, mm -hmm. she says, picking words is like picking apples. This one looks delicious. And I, I love that, that idea that uh, sometimes the, 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 word, the word choices that we make, the smallest of word choices that we make, are full of pleasure. If I go into this trying to find the exact right word, and I get hung up on just that exact right word. It can slow me down. That can be a block. Oh, what if this is not so good? But but sometimes I think one of those keys is, oh, is there pleasure for me in it? it, it if I like it, okay. That, that may be all that I need mm -hmm. to know is I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. uh, my brother Kevin and I laugh about Self-enjoyed humor. Mm -hmm. uh, the joke that I get and no one else does, that's fine. <laughs> that, that, that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, Kevin and I have similar mm -hmm. senses of humor, and so we laugh at the same things. And that is, that's part of that writing as well, I think, the, the pleasure that we find in, in those, those well-placed words. I love it when, when I write well, she says, but I love it when I write, period. And that's all that there is to it. So, again, we're trying to encourage you, our listeners, that creativity does not have to be um, this frightening thing. It doesn't have to be something that uh, needs to be uh, completely planned out all the time and make sure that it's perfect and don't present anything to the world until uh, you know that it is uh, as amazing as it can ever be. Now, go ahead. Write. Create. We are... We are meant to do that. Just, just begin. Yep, that's the thing. That's the whole key. Simply let yourself write or create or whatever it is that's on your heart. Amen. Preach it, sister. Thank you for joining us for another year of conversations with people who live creative lives. Paul, do you have anything to add to our thoughts on Julia Cameron's book, The Right to Write? Well, you know, I just want to say this is uh, the, the second of Julia's books that I have completed. I just started another one, and, and I love 
I love uh, learning how she writes, uh, learning how she makes that happen, and yet learning to be a better writer as I read uh, the, the creative things that she has to say. I just really enjoy her. If you haven't read any Julia Cameron, uh, those of you that are listening, get a book. Get a Julia Cameron book. Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we would like to thank you for listening. Would you like to see what else we do at Grow Me a Story? Visit www.growmeastory.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter, read our fertile ground blog posts, and find more ways to learn about living a creative life. Join us next Friday for another conversation about maximizing your creativity on the Dreams and Bones podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to Dreams and Bones on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Just search and subscribe to any of these apps on your phone and you will be notified each Friday when another episode of Dreams and Bones has been published.